welcome. Thank you. I know it's just me again, um, but I promise you it wasn't meant to be me. Dave has this habit of saying, I've just been held on at work. I'm going to be slightly late. So uh, no pressure. No pressure on me. It's not a problem. How are you all? He is going to join us later. He promises me, but he does lie a lot. Um, I think he just likes to throw me into it and um, see me struggle and things. But then I'd do the same if I was him. But I promise you he will come here. Um, to Dave's Facebook followers, welcome. Thank you. I know I feel a bit uh, of a cheat actually coming on because it's you're following Dave's Facebook and I'm hijacking you. But he is going to be here, um, I think. But he troubles is too good because yesterday he, yesterday he um, sent me a little... Uh, voice message because he tends to do that when he's busy doing stuff uh on a whatsapp voice thing and he's like he was out of breath he's oh yeah it was amazing we just you know just managed to get this guy hiding in a bush you know we had to get we went past the motorway across the motorway so that was really quite difficult but you know we managed to get the you know get it to halfway um and then uh, then we managed to get it you know to the other half and then they had to close the slip road because it was really dangerous but then and then of course the dog tracks right down and then she gets distracted by a few police cars. I mean, this was just last night. Distracted by a few police cars. And then she had, no, Dad, definitely this way. This is how he talks. She went, no. So, you know, obviously, Hero went, no, no, this way, Dad, this way, Dad. I'm sure he's up here. And this bush was so thick. I'd love to have played you the message, but um, it, it is uh, when the adrenaline gets him, he's, he's, there's a few Fs and blinds in there. He's like, oh, it was effing brilliant. So I can't say that because it will someone will complain about him. But um, <laughs> we tried to keep the complaints down to minimum. So I thought today, in the meantime, what I really want to go uh, show you, first of all, is this stuff here because this was really important. Let's get the admin over. Um, and this is this one. Ladies and gentlemen, the eyes have it. So this was last Friday, Finn's Law Part 2. That's extra protection for all animals from cruelty and neglect. And neglect is as bad as cruelty in my view. Um, and so, yeah, so it moves on to the next level. Now, all this, I don't know if you're fully fledged with this, but the committee stage means nothing to me, but it's just one better than the second reading, I assume. And it means it's got to the next stage. So time is short and there's much work to be done. Today is the big uh, is a big step forwards, albeit long-awaited big step forwards. Thank you, everyone. Okay, so that's really cool. So, and obviously Finn's the ambassador um for that side of things so really good good work for dave i tell you what if he doesn't get a blooming obe out of this when all this is done i do not know what happens um um while he's not here i'll bloody nominate him that's for sure and uh so give me some details of people who can influence that because it needs to be done it'd be an absolute travesty if he doesn't uh hmm. he's a good man i remember once in the summer that was turning into lager and that's a Put a sticker on it saying not lager um cider as well nice hot sunny days miserable today day today and i must admit i was a little bit upset today because well in fact i'm gonna get my get rid of my bags there's comments hello right maria says hello harry just got back from a short swim i mean I mean, walk. Ah, right. Okay. See, I thought she was really showing off there because somebody else has been showing off beautifully and stumping what I thought was a good effort today uh, with my small lap German Shepherd. Out uh, Mal Mal Malamu Malamois Malamois. Is that how you spell it, pronounce it? It isn't, but um, so forgive me. Let's bring that one up. Um, he and his friends had a real good bark for Finn on Thursday in the dog park. Fantastic. I don't know if Arthur would do that on command. You know, I try to, I try to. It doesn't doesn't work with him. He's just like gives me an indignant look, really. Um, yeah, where's this? Where's this thing? This is what I wanted to get up because these are the things you go on Twitter and I put a little advert on it in the woods and it's lovely. I love it. You know, as long as you're dry, you can really, really wrap up well. And uh, and then I get so I said, oh, I've just been to the woods. Uh, with Arthur feeling good and then I see this then I see this look at this let's get that bit bigger uh, let's I need to get that bigger you see all my other photographs there now there you go John Bradford after a tough few days I really needed to achieve something feel good about myself and gain some inspiration a sub five hour virtual New York marathon was just a ticket 
I'll be in bed recovering for the rest of the day if anyone needs me. So he's done the equivalent of New York Marathon. The absolute sod. You know, I felt good taking Arthur for a walk. But this is just saying what I did today as well. Got to show you this because we went here. This is have this has pretty much a zero COVID thing at the moment. And I'll tell you why. Because as far as I'm aware, COVID, cows and sheep don't have COVID, right? So that's where I went, Dartmoor. And um, good thing about it, I took my son wild camping. And he's 21. And it was just him, me, and Arthur. You know, my two sons. And it's just brilliant. I want to know, right, we had beef burgers uh, for dinner. I had to feed him well because usually I'm quite strict with him. It's like, oh, you know, make it yourself and do that. <laughs> and I just get overruled completely by my wife. She just mother cuddles him. You know, standard husband-wife thing. Um, God, I said it now. I'm going to get loads of people saying, that's rubbish. Um, so anyway, hi, everyone. Thank you for all your comments. I am going to read through the comments very shortly. Oh, someone's brought, followed us from YouTube. Maria, we're trying to build the YouTube thing up. Um, shed it onto my TV. I was dry until I got home and my idiot spills his water bowl over my feet in the hallway. Yeah, well, this was me. So this was wild camping. Uh, Rowan took the photograph. There you go. Um, it is just the best. Um, I do love it. It's it's out of the middle of nowhere. It's, that, it's an hour and a half full on trek with a very heavy pack because you've got to get all the food and beer in there. And um, with a tent, storm force winds it was. I mean, really storm force winds but i knew i've got a good tent so that was that as a necessity that's when we came home um now people like mike panett hardened northerners would laugh at that and ask if i took that in the middle of the winter last year but you know in the interests of looking after my the welfare of my dog i thought it was obviously nothing to do with me clearly uh i thought it would be beneficial to put the heating on for Arthur but yeah is it and just so you know that I haven't been neglecting or being cruel to my dog um this is his uh bed while we're on um Dartmoor there we go that's quite a lot there he is snug right that that there that there that's the same right that is a mini hot water bowl that my wife made me bring that he is now cuddling up to how ridiculous is that anyway he slept between my son and me lengthways like that um under a jacket under a quilted jacket so he's he was absolutely warm as toast Dama looks amazing welsh hills are full of muppets at the moment well maybe not today no that's yeah it's true dartmoor is it's flatter but it's boggier so your feet stick right in so that's why it's tough um and uh, excuse me for all these calls, very unprofessional. I'm going to turn my uh, sound down a little bit. Um, I'm just seeing if Dave, no, right. My, so my son, my, my brother's daughter in Norway has just passed a motorcycle test. That's mixed blessings there, isn't it? Um, so here we go. Uh, and where have we got now? And I think uh, just to let you know, just so we, you know that we get fed very well. This is this was dinner, which I gave my son. So I photographed it evidence. So my wife knew that her poor 21-year-old son was not being um, neglected himself. There we go. Burgers like that. And I think the next one, the last one, there he is. He's like a little firefly running around. But that was my weekend, was it? Uh, Monday. I think it was probably a Monday because he had a bit of time off. So that was good. What's everyone else been doing? Because the weather is so blooming awful at the moment. Um all 40 kilos of me nearly took off with a tent like a human kite last time Donna put up a pitch tent in the wind. It can become a very large box tent, uh, box kite rather. Yeah, it is. There's a fair bit of splaying yourself over it if it gets like that. Um, got you on YouTube now, streaming to my TV. Wow, I'm really big. I'm really big in your TV in your 48-inch, 3-inch plasma like that. I couldn't think of anything worse than me staring into your lounge like that. Um, yeah, Sue Blackthorn, Dartmoor. It's a fantastic place. Spent a lot of my childhood there. I used to share a small tent with a Welsh collie, no fixed ground sheet. So it was a trial if it rained. Now, I've looked for Arthur all over the house, can't find him. Sometimes he, he just hides under a bed somewhere um, and he didn't want to come out and play. But basically, 
genuine story, I chose Arthur because I needed him the right size to fit down my sleeping bag because I do a lot of like, certainly in the past Lake, Lake District, now Dartmoor, back on Dartmoor with uh, Truro School for Duke of Edinburgh when it all kicks off again. So that'll be good. Um, right, news uh, news of the week really is this, it's been the 17-year-old, isn't it? 17-year-olds uh, as the new recruitment age and there's toing and froing and lots of opinions on that. Um, I was on Times Radio this morning with Hugo Rifkin. Hugo Rifkin, that's, that's not a commoner's name, that, is it? I'll do Hugo down the estate. Hugo Rifkin. <laughs> so, sorry, Hugo, although he won't be listening. Um, really good, real fun little panel show. Um, uh, it was fun. It was fun. There was a few, uh, there was Slister on there, um, and there was Alfie Moore, who is the uh, comedian police officer who's taken a bit of time out. Really good afternoon speeches he does and all that. Uh, it was just, I think the general gist was, do you know what? That absolutely nothing against young people. My view was if they are, uh, my view is if they, you could get, the trouble is coming out straight from college, you are protected by your parents who pay for everything, the college who give you a secure surrounding, and you're going straight into the police where you are still really a student. And I'm finding from recruiting that some really top recruits. Um, the end result is really looking good. But the concern is they are very much student officers still, not. And the the uh, the, the concept of a disciplined service is, is, is completely unique to them. Um, not that they're not disciplined, but they're not used to it because college and, and so is not that way. So, right. So that was the general view. So nothing against them, but I think it was throwing them under the bus if... I do see you there, Dave, and you're coming on in any second now. Thank you. It's been brilliant that you've been able to make it. Um, but yeah, that was uh, that was my feeling. You're throwing them under the under the bus wheels, really, because there's so many ways to get into trouble, and the IOPC could um, uh, to, to look at them. and And I think just leaving it another year or two to cut those apron springs, springs get a bit strings even get a little bit of. Um, uh, you know, a bit of confidence, learn your own confidence, see a bit of conflict and whatever, um, and uh, and then join. And then I think we'll have them for a lot longer rather than burning them out. Dave, thank you. Where's my cursor? Here it is. Yes. Fantastic, Dave. How are you, my friend? <laughs> I'm good, mate. Hello. Sorry. I'm so glad Can't you're help. here. I was boring myself. Quite like frankly, part-time partner that takes all the glory, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> well, Sorry, well, I don't know. I don't know how much glory there has been to take recently with me on this thing, but uh, I, no, I, I, I listened to your last last week's with Feastus, and I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Mm. Um, and He's a guy, isn't he? he is, yeah. And the family have brought me up to date with um, with what you've said so far today. <laughs> uh, you're all right. You're... Oh no, there's spies in the woods. Okay, yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. Spies everywhere, mate. Well, let's take it all back, Dave. I'm sorry, mate. I didn't yeah. mean to be quite so. You know, well, they didn't tell you that bit, right? <laughs> sorry, yeah. Up to. Oh, mate. I'm, oh, you, you, went, you went on the moors, didn't you? I know you've already spoken about this, but I'm yeah, so... Yeah. No, it's okay. Yeah. Well, I'm doing the recce. I'm doing the recce for us, you, me oh, and Finn. Sure. Will Finn be able to do an hour and a half walk? Yeah, he'll be all right. He'll be good. Yeah. He'll be good. Right. I'll I mean, carry uh, him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll carry him between them. We'll bring him a stretcher just in case he gets yeah. a bit tired. But, I mean, yeah, that, that would be really good. We've got to do it. I suggest somewhere about um, maybe March or something might be nice. Yeah. Well, we yeah. can wear shorts and t-shirts and cowboy hats and broke back mountain yeah. <laughs> yes it will be there is absolutely no reception out there so there will be no live broke back mountain facebook no one will be able to come and save me when i say ah harry well, it's somebody... been a romance but i didn't mean it like that Somebody said, I, I said, oh, Dave, this has been a massive misunderstanding. I do yeah. apologise. Somebody's burying me on the moors. Yeah. Well, there's plenty of bodies there, I'm sure. But um, most of them are probably a thousand years old. But um, <laughs> well, yeah, when, you you know, first, when you first started in the police. <laughs> yeah. 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 How things when TikTok wasn't there. But anyway. Oh, we'll be... <laughs> 
La 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 la. <laughs> hey, hey, there's a place called Brown's House on Dartmoor. Yeah. Um, and it was when getting the students there when they were doing the Duke of Edinburgh Award. So I'd be a sort of a helper monitor sort of thing. And we do, I've done that for a long time now. And um, and then you can see them looking for I said, can I just give you a clue? It's not a granite building with double glazed windows. All right. It is like three little granite blocks. <laughs> this is Brown's house. You know, these, this is the trouble. That that is a feature on Dartmoor. <laughs> ah, I don't know how it survives on Dartmoor, I wouldn't think. Oh, yeah, no, brilliant. It's it's good. Um, I mean, Arthur was like a little firefly running around. It's just a little white, little white torch. It was amazing. Did you put Did you put the videos of it on your um, on your Twitter? Uh, yeah, I, put, I, I, I basically uh, videoed some of the sound, the storm at night, and it's weird because you are a millimeter the other side of two layers of material, and it's like the coziest thing. You're warm as toast. Yeah, and it's it's like. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like you're in the middle of the Atlantic up a tall ship mast. Honestly, yeah, yeah. it's unbelievable. But um, Arthur was just, he just dug in. You're going to have to spoon thin just to make sure, you know, the body heat is is maintained. He's used to it. Right? For, for thin, I was going <laughs> to say. Or does, he, or does he spoon you? But I don't know. But <laughs> I can't. No, just... he, gets, he gets hot and he gets all humpty and moves off and goes and keep, keeps my feet warm. So he'll only yeah. spoon for a certain amount of time. But Harry, when he stops spooning me, I'm sure you'll be there ready to jump in. I mean, just, just shout out, mate. I'll be in the next 10. Um, I don't know if it's the smells you give off or Finn gives off, but they're a lot less for Arthur. <laughs> although, although debatable, quite frankly, debatable. Yeah. Uh, the worst thing was when he farted and then left the tent himself. I thought that was a bit rude, is what Arthur did. But there we go. Mm. Um, <laughs> so, no, but anyway, March, booked, got to be done. You know, that would be good. Oh, Dave's frozen. You're <laughs> frozen. Oh, he has. Um, Grim, oh. Grimes Pound, Grimes Pound, isn't it? Grimms Pound, Grimms Pound. Um, yes, Sue, I think they're pretty much everywhere. I'm just waiting for Dave to come back because he's frozen a little bit. Um, good afternoon. That's Andy Bell, who isn't Andy okay. Bell. Oh, you're coming coming back. There you are. Dave, you're back in the house. How are you? How am I back in the house? Yeah. Some, I'm guessing somebody went on the internet. How dare they? Oh, oh did they? Well, my son plays... Leg um, League of Legends uh, with my daughter in who's in north of the country and he's frozen again um, and this League of Legends League of Legends it's just a computer game that saps a lot of Wi-Fi but anyway he's stuck it on the TV he's not playing it he's watching people play it and I said oh, how man. much there's a full-on competition I said how much is the winners he said a million quid Going to semi final right now. A million quid. The winners get, a, they're like a little team each, that oh team of six. A million quid. And it's Am the I same right? people, same people in the semi finals as last year. So they've, so I'm saying, right, Rowan, where I've been telling you to get off your computer and do something useful, I'm saying, oi, get back in your bedroom, get on that computer, stop playing League of Legends. Am I back now, Harry? You are, you're back, you're back. I had to fill again for you. Uh, there's not even any abuse coming on the comments, which is a bit disappointing. Oh, what I wanted to say, right. Oh, Donna, this is useful, actually. Um, uh, yeah, Dave, you're back again. Um, we're talking about 17-year-olds. And I just want to know, actually, put it out there, any funny stories that people have when they joined their first job? Not police, necessarily, but anything where you really embarrassed yourself. Because I certainly have that. I certainly have that myself. Sally, yeah, exactly that. I started a career in nursing at 17, and that's the same concept. I also think that there's maybe stuff 17-year-olds don't necessarily need to be exposed to, life experience first. Yeah, I think it's real, It's right in the thick of it is my personal view. Um, why hurry? I know why. They're worried they'll lose those that go off for different careers because they can apply earlier. But are they dedicated enough then in that case? You know? So... I think they've got to be so careful. In 2023, there's going to be a third of the police service in the whole country less than 23 years old. 
I do uh, think that's quite a scary prospect, isn't it, really? Don't you think? I, I do. Yeah. The whole shape is going to change. Yeah. There, is, there are some incredible youngsters out there. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that. But I would. Yeah. I mean, I, I joined at 26 and I wasn't ready to join until I was 26. I know you started quite young and Je Gemma, my wife, started um, quite young. But I certainly wasn't ready until, until that age, until 25, 26. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, I was 21 and I felt a total baby. You know, I mean, I was all right. <laughs> I know, I was needing that. Um, I was like, Terry, I went, in, honestly, we did a search. I love the she's lovely. She's a lovely lady. I did I did a search of a house, right? And I was with my tutor. And uh, so I go in and we're searching the house for drugs and things. They, I can't remember if she'd been arrested, but she was there. And she was a, clearly a long-term drug addict. She wasn't looking too good, you know, very gaunt and whatever. And she was sitting there like that. And, um, and so I'm searching and I find these, the needles, they're all packed and uh, in standard medical sort of, and they've marked insulin across the line. And, I, and so I said, oh, and it's obvious these were for replacements. For used needles, you get new needles. It was that time. I go, oh, who's the diabetic here? Because I saw insulin on the needle, right? There was a bit of silence. And then, oh, and, then, the, and, then and the woman went, she did. She went, oh, bless him. Yeah. <laughs> oh. He says there's a life over the new key. <laughs> and then, yeah, exactly that. And then, I, and then my tutor went, oh, he's new. Oh, honestly, if the ground could have swallowed yeah. me up yeah but i just spoke before i thought which isn't i never got over that uh, never got over speaking before i thought actually no 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 that's something you still struggle with harry <laughs> um, well i've just stopped trying to hide it now yeah yeah well i heard you uh, did the update on finsworth part two so thank you very much for that wonderful we still got a long yeah. way we still need people to keep up the pressure on their mps and get that committee stage committee stage basically harry means they go through the the um, proposed piece of legislation word by word, line by line, ah. um, full stop by full stop, and just to make sure everyone's happy and people can put in uh, amendments. Um, okay. But, so yeah, so we need is it, 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 it needs to be done before the session ends. We don't really know when the session ends, but we think it's going to be springtime, which sounds a long time away, but in politics, it's not a long time away at all. So. There's a yeah. very good chance it could fail again just because of time. Right. We'll keep up the pressure. But we we have been assured that there are things in place if that does happen. So well, we will wait and see. The other big thing from us this week. In Blueport. Look at these lovely challenge coins, by the way. They'll be on the website. Oh, challenge coins. Brilliant. Yeah. I um, have one of them. Yeah. Before, uh, we have partnered, or they have partnered, with um, Animal Friends, the insurance company. They've given us an amazing donation of £50,000 to help treat their 130 dogs we have signed up at the moment, and that's growing every day. Um, but also, the, the one of the main reasons the the partnership with them is so, so, so important is the other things that they can offer us. Mm. Uh, it's too early to talk about them yet, but I can promise you they're exciting. They'll be for serving dogs and retired dogs. and It'll all be about prevention and uh, how to stave off some of these, um, some of these things that retired dogs suffer with so that they can have a long, happy, pain-free uh, retirement so just because we've been given this 50 grand please don't think oh well i don't need to yeah i was gonna say that's gonna soon be swallowed up when Ooh. some treatments are thousands of pounds um how many stages is there till we get finn's law right how do you pronounce that Dem demeter 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 yeah, Harman. Harman, yeah. yeah. she's lovely for that. massive friend of fan of, of finn's she hasn't met him yet though <laughs> um so, uh, first reading is normally like the opener, and that's when they get out there. Second reading is when you get to see what the bill looks like. So, it's got all the wording. Uh, then it goes to committee stage, and that's where they go through it, and they can add amendments or talk about amendments. Uh, th then it comes back for a report stage, which is normally done at the same time as the third reading. So, they come back, they talk about what happened in the committee and any promises going forward. Third, third reading, normally at the same time. Um, and if that goes through, it then goes to the Lords, where all of that starts again. So there's eight. If you include Royal Assent, nine, right. 
once it's got royal assent, it comes back to the House of Commons to become an act. So ten stages. And each each stage could be six months apart on average. Well, it could be. Yeah, it could be. I mean, with Finn's law, they were sort of roughly three months apart-ish. Um, right. So we really are short on time if they're saying the session is going to end in spring. It can be done, but we need all <coughs> the stars mm. to, to align. There's a huge... Um, uh, there's a lot of people that want it to happen and very influential people that want it to happen. And That's some amazing yeah. organisations like Battersea and Cats Protection and Dogs Trust and RSPCA, and I haven't mentioned them all. Oh, uh, brilliant. All pushing, 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 pushing for it. So we'll get there in the end. Good. Lauren, thank you. Personally, I think we all need to learn. Maybe the answer would be to learn with supervisors like doctors. Yes, but the problem is, Lauren, when... Uh, a third of your population in the police is less than 23. What I'm finding now, you're having tutors who have got just over two years in the service themselves. So yeah. you're not, you haven't got the old wise owl that used to, you know. And I think it's just when there's especially in protests and things like that, it's nice to have a bit of maturity in there and everyone feels that confidence, that natural leadership. So it's absolutely nothing against young people. 17, they wouldn't be on the streets at 17, they'd be on the streets at 18. It's that whole application process and, and getting in. But personally, I think um, the exceptional ones in, in at 19 are a really good idea, um, but not the norm. And I don't, personally, my personal view is it, there's there aren't going to be any exceptional circumstances for an 18 year old i i think they're going to struggle i think it's unfair on them personally but they're like someone said earlier um sally was it that's a, some of the stuff we see that's an awful lot to see at such a young age on such a young yeah brain still it's, it's a lot to see and i'm and it's just i'm not confident that the the leadership is there not that they're lacking it but they the numbers of leadership isn't there you know, yeah. you've got so many acting sergeant positions, acting inspectors, acting the 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 because the numbers aren't there to to say right. You there is a process, and they do go out with with um, tutors as such. But once they're out of that process, they're in the thick of it. And you you know, it's a bit like me. Thirty years ago, I was given a set of keys and told to get on with it. You know, I couldn't believe it. I thought, what? Going to trust me? I know, yeah. You know, there's other things as well, like that That support network needs to, I mean, it's getting better all the time and there's some amazing charities out there and stuff supporting cops dealing with uh, some of the stuff that they see. But yeah. I think, I think that needs to, to get a bit better too if you're going to expose these youngsters to, to, to that sort of thing. But I'm sure we'll get there. You're Tracy, yeah, 17-year-old army. Personally, I think that's different um at great risk at saying that i don't think there's less responsibility they're given a gun and whatever but they wouldn't be setting you know they they would have a hell of a lot of of their um colleagues there with them in the army and they to to go into a hostile village and to clear it or whatever yeah. they're not sent single crewed with a rifle to sort that village out which is I, I've the difference in the army but i work with 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 um a, you know a great number of people that do who are who are amazing cops and um, you know, John Nicholl was in the army and I'm sure he, he joined quite young. Yeah. Um, but I, I agree. I think, you know, in our job, and I've said this before, and I think most people agree with me, but once you're, once you've passed as a cop, you're out there all the time. You're on operation, if you like, in army mm. terms, all the time. There is no six month, three month deployment. And then you come back for nine months of training. It's, you are always out there. Uh, yeah. So it is slightly different to, to the military. I'm not, I'm, and Harry and I are certainly not saying that the military is um, no. any less than us. I, mean, I couldn't, I didn't join the army because I couldn't. I just, I wouldn't have been able to cope with it. But it, and, and, but I think generally I'm saying the support is there in numbers and there are people, you know, you're not going to be leading something into war when you haven't had any experience and you're 17. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, and their training is absolutely incredible. Julie, that is a really yeah. good question. Um, it's got lots of answers. I, I mean, I wouldn't not put the sentences up just because it might not discourage uh, people to to commit that sort of crime. I think it. I think it will always have a, a deterrent factor. Hopefully, um, you know, mm. murder is life imprisonment, and it's not. It's not life imprisonment. Um, 
you know, some of those people can't be turned around. So that doesn't mean you shouldn't give them life imprisonment. Um, I think we'll always have a deterrent factor. At the moment, it's it's six months and you're lucky. Well, you're not lucky. There's very few people that actually get the full whack six months. If We've always said that if, if prison sentences are, are given alongside um, life lessons and trying to rehabilitate these people, then it's got to be a good thing. But, you know, if you... I mean, I'm not going to go into detail, but if, if you chop your cat's head off for fun, there's something wrong with you and you probably shouldn't be in society for a little while. There you go. <laughs> Great. Even I can follow that one. Dave, thanks. Um, <laughs> what, a, what I will say. Right, Dave. <laughs> discuss. Sorry, What's this one then, mate? Oh, right. So... <laughs> I better get this right, otherwise I'll have the whole police orchestra coming to beat me up. So, the British Police Symphony Orchestra are raising money for the Blue Lamp Foundation, which is a wonderful police charity. So, tonight at 5.45, 5.45. we want as many people as possible to go out, yeah. stand on the doorsteps, <laughs> uh, get your torch out, shine it in the, in this, in the sky, and if you could go to the uh, Blue uh, Blue Lamp Foundation and donate anything, anything at all you can um, to support these uh, important police charities, you know, helping families and uh, police officers uh, that have dealt with and, and, and some that haven't made it through some horrific incidents. So, yeah, um, yeah today. The David and Blue Lamp Foundation. You know who Not David and is, don't you? Not long after this end, mate, really. Oh, yeah, what have you got? Let's see. Uh, that's the T-shirt that we were, yeah. we were wearing. Cool. So anybody who doesn't know who David Rathband is, um, uh, you know, a, a wonderful cop who was sat on a motorway bridge looking for baddies when someone came and uh, unloaded a shotgun in his face, yeah. basically. Um, a tragic, tragic story from start to finish, that one, yeah, isn't it, really? Absolutely. Yeah, bless him. Oh, Finn's come to join you. Sat next to you, is he? No, he's off. Finn? No, he's gone. Someone's cooking dinner, so it smells delicious over there, so he's off. Ah, <laughs> uh, cracking, mate. Yeah, well, you do make me feel incredibly inadequate with all you do for your voluntary stuff, mate, so I'm very, very impressed. But I was just, yeah, I was saying about you've been pretty busy last night and you've been getting catching the baddies again, haven't you? Well, mate, dog then you get out what you put in. And I'm really lucky. I work with an incredible team who are out there smashing it. So, I mean, I don't think I'm a particularly good cop. What I'm good at is is turning up to your job and helping you as best I can. Um, but some of the guys I work with and gals I work with are incredible cops and they're out there smashing it, you know, getting some incredible results. You know, some of these people would not be found if it wasn't for these amazing dogs. Um, so you yeah. get out. You get out what you put in, and I do put in a lot of effort with my teammates to, to train our dogs and ourselves uh, to be as good as we possibly can. And so, yeah, it's been quite a good week. Hero and her brother, Hector, have had some absolutely marvellous results. And uh, it's such an adrenaline buzz when when you do, you know, yeah. wake up that buddy out of the bush. Uh, I love I love what I do. I loved it. I would have loved to. Have, obviously, I'd have asked your permission because there's ongoing been, things in the way, but... Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was brilliant. It was just great. And it, you just thought, oh, I want to be out there with him. I want to give me a dog. I want to do it. Every <laughs> time, uh, retired dog handler, of my, a mate of mine. And he was like, oh, my God, I was buzzing just listening to it. <laughs> yeah, oh, fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. But it's, it's things like that, though, that you got. And that, again, is where maturity comes into it a little bit is, is that somebody you said that at 17 you feel like you could take on the world and and you're a little less wise, which because, and there's no criticism, we were all naive and inexperienced at one point. We all were, right? So yeah. there's not putting anyone down who isn't. But, so, yeah. but it just shows, it, it's something like that, for example, the motorway, some, the younger you are, probably more likely you are to just to go, yeah, I'll be right, I'll be right. You know, yeah. that's how our pilots and Spitfires went away every yeah. flight because they... They said, yeah, cool, of course we'll make it. Of course we'll get back, you know? Yeah. Um, so there's no difference with the generations. Um, whereas, yeah, now we're a little bit more, right, okay, is this achievable? Uh, is it worth the risk, you know? Um, and yeah. sometimes it goes too far the other way, I think. Sometimes we think, well, you know, I mean, how many times have I quoted to 
bosses sometimes policing is dangerous we have to do it and they go oh yeah 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 in a world where we are obsessed with health and safety our job is still dangerous <laughs> yeah 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 it is but then i also think you know if you look at all the you know, if you look at 999, what's your emergency? I think building is pretty dangerous. <laughs> if you're a builder, you've got a good chance of losing your fingers or, you know, busting your back up for a little bit or whatever. Um, so, Melanie, your son will join yeah. the force. Congratulations to him. If he's actually got through, I take it, you know, and his specials experience. I, love, I My specials experience was just perfect to give yourself a really good idea what it's like. You can do it when you want to when it fits in with your life. And it's just lovely to get away from the mundane side of just life. Like then I was lifeguarding. I was then working in a leisure center. It was I great to go out. You in your tight shorts on the beat, strutting. Uh, I won't put my Speedo one in here then. I won't put my Speedo one in here. No, don't. Oh, see, see the, uh, the followers just plummet. <laughs> 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 find we're talking to ourselves um he, he so he witnessed his first sudden death at 21 within a couple of weeks of training i think a couple of extra years of maturity well i mean yeah that's fine but i think they could probably do that when you think that's the bit i'm not worried about the bit i'm worried about is the confrontation what did somebody say to me in recruiting and this was somewhere in the force they said <coughs> so i said you know what's the age we're getting in recruiting at the moment in in our police services in the in the country and what are they like and they said you know what we're turning out some really good people and this was from a hardened frontliner he wasn't he hasn't been in recruiting all his life so it's not like he's like you could you could maybe say, you know, is he slightly biased? And he said, no, we're, pu we're putting out some really top people, which is really encouraging. Um, and the, <clears throat> sorry, the, uh, the qualification, the apprenticeship side of things is, is working. It's good. But he said, remember, universities have got their own agenda here. Yeah. And each force, we have got some old sea dogs in there that are desperately trying to maintain the ethics and the professionalism that's in there. Now, that means that's varying all over the force, that side of things. So it's one thing to learn two-dimensionally about the law. It's another <clears throat> to have all the bits from an experienced officers, you know, that and he said, and I do get some, they, they said you try, you tend to find the, the students, college students that have come in, tend to be still students. And the concept of a disciplined service is completely alien to them. They don't understand it, Yeah, you know, yeah. because they've been calling their teachers John, up yeah. until then you know yeah. so they've never experienced it so how can you expect you know so i don't know how's it going to go in the next few years dave you're going to have to well i think i think the organization will may have to change if that's the route they want to go down and yeah. if they want students then that the organization may well have to change i don't i don't know i don't my, my worry has always been we were always put up to be the best police force and police service or whatever you call it in the world and what differed with us when I was in there I think was the the pension was good the community within the policing was good it was lovely and all that and I see <clears throat> see that going more and more my brother's lived in France all his life and he said there's good cops there without a doubt but people would risk a few cops would maybe risk a little bit more the discipline would come less because what was the term we always heard dave i wouldn't risk my pension on that i no. wouldn't risk wouldn't risk my pension on that well no. when you when your pension's worth risking on it yeah well, what I are mean, people going to do well you know look at the other side of it i mean policing is weird i mean they i mean they're looking normally it's 30 years but it's not going to be 30 years anymore it's going to be 40 or 43 years but what other profession, apart from maybe doctor, and which, um, and which, if you do that profession, you can still go off in different directions. Would you do a job of forty-three years? You know, I've got brother-in-laws and sister-in-laws that change their job every year to eighteen months. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, I think it's going to be. I think on paper it's forty years, but I think that was a purposeful thing to. It's like Alfie Moore was saying on Times Radio. He said basically windsor made it that to dissuade people from using it as a career thing and turning it more into a military side of things so i think as well for the, for the organization that you know would you want someone to stay with you for 43 years and then take on all their knocks and niggles and their mental health complaints and 
you know, their um, their pension and stuff like that. No, I mean, surely for the organisation. Yeah, so you just froze. Oh, you're back with us, Dave. I think you froze, oh, mate. You're sorry, right. I was just saying, do you want someone 43 years? Because you take on all their liabilities and all their knocks and niggles and health complaints and mental health and their massive pension. Wow. Or do you want well, to stick around for five years and then go elsewhere? I imagine you want them to stick around for five years. Yeah. In which case, then, expect a hit and run police service, really, where people are a little bit more, well, it's not my problem. Is it, you know, whereas with a vocation, you're going, it's your life. Therefore, you want to improve those people, you know, those people. Like, I mean, I could be wrong. Could yeah. be wrong. I, I just yeah. think um, military is like eight to nine years generally, isn't it? Unless you stick around for a lot more promotion and higher that side of things. But it's, it's such a complicated thing, especially with youngsters at the moment dealing with mental health and domestics. I mean, I said earlier, I went to a domestic as a 19-year-old special constable. And he was in my face. He was saying, what do you know about, what do you know about it? You little pipsqueak, you know, coming in my house, telling me how to do what. You uh, honestly, your first girlfriend of that age, had you, Harry? <laughs> no, 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 I still haven't had my first one. But anyway, <laughs> so so uh, by the time I'd left that house, Dave, I was a married man of, uh, married father of two children going through a divorce and going through bankruptcy. I lied out of my teeth, but yeah. it got me the credibility. Now, I said, I don't think that the police training college would say, right, right, kids, when you uh, get into your... <laughs> Lesson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I tell you what the lesson was. It's how not getting your head kicked in. <laughs> it was having confidence. It's yeah. having confidence to say this might work. Because yeah. <laughs> there's no one else to go here. Yeah. Uh, so uh no, in interesting time. I know, we all know things change, do things have always changed, but uh yeah, I've never had so many concerns. I mean, even in the last Concerns over the last two years, the way things are going, really. Mm. Three years. Well, since the Trump Theresa May thing, I think, is five. Yeah. Has that been going on about five or ten years now? Oh, I don't know. Know. Yeah. It goes back to 2008, isn't it? Blimey. Oh, is that one? No, that was, that, that was Mr. Cameron, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. No, there has, I mean, I've had the same sort of concerns, but we'll have to just have to wait and see and, and see. Make the best of what there is. Yeah. Experts on the case looking into it all and trying to figure so, it all out. Mandy, are you going to write another book? Dave and Harry. Dave, are you going to write another book? I would love to. I really, I really enjoyed writing a book. Harry, Harry's very good in that he can somehow switch off i mean he's you know you see what he's like he's got ants in his pants but he somehow manages to switch off and give himself a few hours a day to to sit and write but i'm a bit stupid so if a butterfly flies past the window i'm like Woo, look at that i'd rather look at that i'd rather you know flick between stuff than my brain's a bit wired wrong so you're i kind of i need to train myself to sit and <clears throat> you're being over generous again because um the reason i am is because you do all this voluntary stuff that takes up your life takes you all over the country when you're able to and um and you you have a full-time job policing all shifts front lines and whatever so you're trying to recover from night shifts and i have sod all to do and uh, so i'm doing podcasts and i'm doing uh, you know like oh is, i i uh, Eton College asked me to speak there, so I spoke at Eton College. They said well, we'd normally have you up here for for lunch, you know, and for dinner. Subtitles. So I said, yeah. Well, I was giving Eton College boys the uh, my the my worldly wisdom. Um, I tell you what, I thought cracking because you know people always take the mick about oh you know bloody you know prime ministers and all that and all that. There's a list of very influential people that have come from Eton College, and what an ideal opportunity to get in there about. The truths behind policing at the moment. Yeah. Think, you know? How do you know? Is it is it anywhere? Can we watch it anywhere, or is it all? No, like, no, no. You can't. You can't. Um, it's obviously quite carefully because it's uh, boys from thirteen to eighteen. The lad was called Henry that um, approached in my Twitter direct messages. Didn't say where he'd come from, where he was, <clears throat> what his college was. Just asked if I had an email, and I said, "Well, is there anything you can say here? You know that I can help you with rather than an email?" He says, "Well, just look, my Scott, my my." My college won't allow me to speak through this. If we can via email, that would be good because that's to go through his, you know. So then he wrote me in, in, a thing saying we have this, we have this group, this club that meets in the evening every evening, and that anyone could come in from the college. And I looked down, and it's got Eton College. <laughs> so what a you know what a oh, modest wow. young lad. 
his organization, superb. The way he yeah. dealt with it and the way I couldn't say no in the end, could I? But did they, um, did, I mean, did they come to you and say, we want you to talk about this or answer this? Or did you have a list of questions? Or did uh, they he said, said first? Because no, you're no. a commercial man, Harry. I'm, I'm not really. I'm pretty, pretty. <laughs> pretty stayed really but um no he didn't and it, it was very much sort of we would love for you to speak to at our college um says because we don't normally have people like you <laughs> <laughs> do you know who the do you know the, the guest the week before was something head of mi6 up until 2016 <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and, and i had such great feedback the next day and uh, i said oh they're really enthusiastic about it and they wow. said it was really i put a few worry photographs and stuff on there and stuff but um yeah well done, so, mate. But, no to answer your thing about my book okay i might as well say I've, i have i've pretty much finished it but it's not a book like you think it is i'm re rewriting the oxford dictionary no i'm not because uh, <laughs> i still realize that my spelling is as bad as when i was a 17 year old so some things you don't learn did you but, think that um susie dent released a book or she was going to and they had to pull it because it had so do you know who susie dent is don't you Remind she's, me, I, that's a very familiar name. Um, she's well, she's an incredibly clever lady who does, you know, countdown. Oh, yeah, 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 countdown, countdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She sits there with the dictionary, but I'm sure it wasn't Susie's fault. But there were so many spelling mistakes; they had to pull the book, and it's gone for another edit. Oh no, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> that's so embarrassing, and uh, um, yeah, luckily, you're, you're a crayon eater. Ah, oh, mate, I'm too honest. I, I enjoyed it, and and my fictional book is. I've I've written out. I don't even know what it's called yet. Uh, probably I'm probably going to aim for a spring. Uh, I'll tell you, it could be a complete and utter disaster because I've never written a novel before. But it was fun doing, and it contains pretty much. You know what, Farms and Fatals was pretty much lots of little stories and things. And I realised there was just as many. But right, that's it. I'm gonna right. Look at this. What's that? <laughs> don't, don't encourage her. What was your favourite colour crayon, Harry? <laughs> what to taste? Uh, yeah, definitely yeah. lemon. Lemon. Uh, so, but all these stories in this fictional thing. So you've got a, a, a thing going through it, but they're all legit. I couldn't have made them up, you yeah. know. But with, yeah. by making it fiction, I can put it where I like. Involve the characters. They're all real. They're absolutely yeah. genuine characters. I have not Do had to make them up. Included? Do they know they're included? No. Well, a lot of them are from Do 20, 20 years ago. It's set in the night back nineteen ninety four. You know the white the white shirts, the black trousers, the clip on ties, and the the leather gloves on the back pocket, the blue NATO jumpers. Do you remember those oh, days? Yeah. Right. Oh, you know, Wary, brilliant. Oh, yeah, and firearms, firearms I was on, ring net, round net mm -hmm. even, round net ones, not the V. No, so, oh. You can have the V one. You're way too important for a V-neck. 2.9 litre van. <laughs> Ragging it around talking. No, but this one... Um, Set in Cornwall, and uh, it's it's just a load of the stuff that we, the jobs we get up to, and things that go on, and um, yeah, a bit of fun. See how it goes uh, back spring, maybe. Oh, I've well. seen some of your reviews on Amazon. Do you think those people will be buying the book? Um, I don't know. Well, I've got what my very first review on there still, because there were twelve <laughs> helpfuls, and all these people, you sods, you're going to bless them even more. It means it's the top one. I've got one out of five. <laughs> <laughs> one out of five is the first oh. review and all the others are like five out of five five out of very 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 favorable and i appreciate it very much Just a feel, if anybody's read or even never read harry's book go on to amazon and click helpful on the nice reviews because it's a i don't think it makes a difference but it's it is it's a little pang every time you see it and to be honest it wasn't even i couldn't i looked at the guy who did it and I thought, does he put one on everything? And he does. He does five out of five on most of them. <laughs> he didn't like you, does he? So he genuinely <laughs> didn't like my book. And uh, well, he, he was very indifferent. He said, you know, well, you know, it's just, you know, I'm sure he was a good cop and all that and all that. And he gave me one out of five, a little sort. But anyway, four point seven out of five is my average over about four hundred and fifty of them now. So that's good. <laughs> and well, yours is pretty impressive, mate. You've um, yours is. Yours has been around now for... Were you, no, 
But don't, don't talk about reviews because some of my wallies are probably watching this. Now, be right. I'm going to give him one star. <laughs> wow, this is it. This is what happens. Although I believe Amazon have an algorithm that looks out for that. So, suddenly, loads of people give you one out of five. They go, you know, they go. So that was quite good. Well, let me know. But anyway, so yeah, I would like to write another book. Um, let me know what you think I should write a book about. There we go. Should it be more about Finn? Should it be a fiction? Should it be? dog training what should it be there you go there's a challenge for right. you and here's something everyone you know when people are told to do something they do the opposite so there you go demeter do not buy this book whatever you do <laughs> don't don't do it you know don't do it nobody don't do it you, your life will stop you'll be engrossed into it so much oh, yeah. you won't want to come out the other end of it Absolutely. is all i'm saying yeah uh, but enough about books. <clears throat> Do a kid's book, please. I, that, was, that would just be an autobiography. I've got two or three ideas for kid's books. Watch this space. Who knows? <coughs> oh, it's colouring book again, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, do a crayon colouring in book. <laughs> free set of crayons. It's the free set of crayons on every book that were costing too much to produce, so I couldn't do it in the end. Yeah. And I kept nibbling the edges. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> a little bit like I remember when I was when I was five, my mum gave me a big bar of chocolate to give to my teacher. I think it was for Christmas or something. And I thought she wouldn't notice if I unraveled it slightly and nibbled around the edges. <laughs> I still remember that. Take the top row off. No one will know. Does <laughs> uh, that sound like a door knock there? No. What, your end? Yeah, your end. Oh, I don't know. No, yes. gosh. Would have, well, yeah, we uh, would have erupted in German shepherd barking. So um, I think we're pretty safe. Oh, um, what's this? Uh, oh, ask me to a crayon. No, they keep moving up. Here, we keep moving up. This is the one I meant. The girls should write a book, Dave, as they are so talented. Ah, yeah. Well, Tia, actually, Tia would really like to, to write a dog training book. She loves her dog training. She's going to be way better than me and i'm sure there's people sat out there saying well that might be hard um she's going to be way better than me at dog training and she has a real passion for it and she's a real natural so yeah maybe she should write a a um, kids dog training stroke trick book it's love it's lovely to see kids that are in, you can see where they're going to go you know and it's lovely to have that because i always had that i wanted this i wanted this so it, life was easy it wasn't like oh i've got to make up my mind soon yeah she's got a passion at 10 years <clears throat> I didn't have anything at 10 years old. I had no drive. I had nothing. It was rubbish. <laughs> well, I knew I had to be a, become a terrorist or a police officer with my bomb making. <laughs> I was doing it at 10. So I was so... Oh. If you haven't read his books, in the book, read the book. <laughs> um, bombs. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I, well, it was the second time I was cycling to A&E with masses amount of blood loss. They went, fallen off your bike again, have you? Yeah. Could you grab that piece of metal out of my shin, please? <laughs> Why are you covered in black powder, Harry? <laughs> With a little white. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, look. There you go. Tia's an absolute legend. I was more excited ah. about meeting Tia than I was Dave. So sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm fine. <laughs> Can we well, as if by magic, are you coming up? Hey. It's not Finn, it's Maxie. Oh, no, she's going, no, she doesn't want to come on. She's off. <laughs> there are six dogs here, and none of them are anywhere near me. It's possibly because dinner is being cooked. Ah, uh, okay. And it's, uh, so it's, so I think it should be a mixture. Oh, there we go. Oh. Now they're all here. They go from, it's like, they're like buses. They come along all at once. Oh, there's an ear. <laughs> oh look at that she's a freaky aren't you they are and they say they don't look like their owners look i yeah, know look, look <laughs> you're gone now because you insulted her saying she looked like me so dave you should write a book about how the next steps of finn's law have affected you and many other people as well as behind the scenes of finn's law i told you if you told the truth mate you probably might have to leave your job wouldn't you as well as how finn is enjoying his retirement the training fact, that you do remember when Sam and Rusty wrote that book and he had to go into hiding and under yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that would be me I'd have an armed guard on the front door 
<laughs> my god yeah they need to keep you employed any you know i mean there's nothing there i'm, I'm exaggerating they could start getting paranoid now but uh, yeah they need to keep you employed as long as possible so you don't release the uh, all tell i know the, the kiss and tell of policing i i said to someone just the other day if i knew it was gonna and don't get me wrong i'm very proud of what we've done but <laughs> If I knew we'd have to go through everything we went through, and that includes just recovering from Finn's, you know, Finn's injuries and, and witnessing that and stuff like that. If I could re re go back to that moment when I had to make that decision, knowing yeah. you know now, would I make that decision or would I make that decision? I would yeah. go. I would go with the route that meant I could have gone home that night with Finn safely and not have to go through any of that. Yeah, and not have anything to worry about other than when I whether I had a bag of dog food. Well, mate, you and I have had some phone calls, haven't we? And, Look, and there's been some pretty, pretty low moments, hasn't there? Generally, you know, yeah, and yeah. and it's just about it's just about what people have said and what they assume, and it's all complete rubbish. I know you very well, Dave. And, uh, enjoy enjoy stirring <clears> the pot. I think some people wake up in the morning and think, oh, you know what? I'm going to be really mean, and I don't, yeah. I don't get it. I don't, I'm or, not. Or they think it's just too true. It's too too good, rather. It's too good. Therefore, you must have another agenda, and yeah. um, and that is that is. Uh, so who's which one's well, got my, the, my agenda is to go camping with Harry. Which one's got the drink problem though, Lynn? Uh, Harry, Dave, and Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm, I'm going to have a beer and a glass of wine after this. Not at the same time. So it's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to. It's me. I've got the drink problem. Yeah, I no. I don't have a drink problem. I drink, I get drunk. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, right. 30 years ago, do you know what? It's always risky when there's lots of writing. Someone's going to set me up for this once. Yeah. I, start, I start reading them. I haven't read it. it I should vet it first. Jude, what have we said? 30 years, 34 years ago. Jude. By the look of you, you don't look 34. Oh, no, it's a black Labrador. Okay. Oh, uh, I applied to the Vic police at 18. All oh, right. A corona of all things. Uh, they told me to go and get some life experience. Wow. Okay. 34 years old. Applied to the, the Vic police. Vic police. I'm being really stupid here. What's that, Vic police? I'm guessing that might be Victoria. Um, yeah, Victoria. Okay. Uh, I think. They told me to go and get some life experience. I became a prison officer. Yes, I got life experience. I also blagged my way through my first three years on the job. Oh, I did that for 30 years. Believe me, Jude. Thankfully, I, I looked way older than I was. Now, that's interesting. And I behave way older. Now, they said to me every week until I was about 35, oh, aren't the police getting younger nowadays? And then it was probably November the 14th, and it stopped overnight no one ever said it again see i had a tough paper round that's, that's my excuse i had a tough paper round when i was a kid where mm. you you would get beaten up so no one has ever said to me have you got any id for those packet of cigarettes <laughs> i yeah no i couldn't get i in the, in the old days when you didn't need id to get into a pub or a nightclub and i had to wait pretty much till i was 21 before i didn't need to take my id uh baby face yeah yeah, yeah um, I, ran, I ran into a window when i was five years old so looks have never been my thing with a broken nose well well i had two incendiary devices so i've got uh, a scar on my nose from the scaffolding tube that blew up and an artery in my leg that that went as well and the nurse couldn't believe it when i went back and the bandage was absolutely red she said, I can't believe how it's not stopped with uh, she, <laughs> from just falling off a bike. Dude, I think you're annoying a lot of people now. She was 32 before she was asked for ID in a bar. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I was 16 when I joined, Harry. Uh, this was uh, as a serving military policeman, not, not great at domestics. Yeah, I can imagine, Carol. But it's, there's some... Um, I know a really? few police officers now, absolutely wonderful. No, no, I know a few military dog handlers as well who are very passionate about what they do. Yeah, indeed, mate. Um, so people remember, 45 minutes from now, pretty much. Oh, yeah. Out on your doorstep, shine a torch in the sky, go to Blue... Oh, gosh, what, what was it called? Blue Lamp Foundation. Blue Lamp. Donate if you can. 
Right, subscribe to our new YouTube channel. It's still new, even though it's not quite so new, new, new channel, Frontline Chat. We're putting all the Frontline stuff on there so you can get it. It'll also be on your Spotify stuff, audio side. So if you want to mow the lawn in a pouring rain or whatever, then you can send it to your own. You'll also love it. Yes, indeed. Now I'm going to end this, guys, with the final thing. I always get this wrong, get it in the wrong order and stuff, but let's go for it. See you next week. Hopefully, you might have a guest next week. Um, Sony, look, there you go, Thin Blue Pool. Look it up, get some stuff. I like the coins. I'll, I'll buy a coin. Yeah, they're Beauty. cool. Got one Finn's got one too. You can get two, Harry. Woo! I got a little cabinet thing when I went to um, to Los Angeles, picked they're up amazing. a whole load of stuff. They're massive in America. Yeah, everything's big in America. Love you lots. See you later, guys.